This is now the third in a series of three meditations on the Psalms in which we're looking at uh, when we meditate on God. Next week I'll be returning back to the pulpit after some traveling um, for a regular Sunday morning service. Uh, but for now, here, uh, we're spending some time here in meditation. This, this time it comes from Psalm 63. And Lord, would you help us now uh, guide our thinking and our hearts here? This is Psalm 63. Um, to, to see the whole of what's going on here, I want to read the whole psalm. It's just 11 verses. Uh, but this is Psalm 63, a psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my, my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. You can see from the context here, that it's important to meditate on God in the face of wilderness. It's even in the title of this psalm. Uh, David doesn't always title his psalms, but this one he does. Uh, he says it's a psalm of David, one that he wrote when he was in the wilderness of Judah, uh, some of the areas in and around the nation of Israel. Well, David doesn't tell us exactly when this was, what time he was in the wilderness, and, and maybe that's so that we can all uh, read this and sing this and, and even see ourselves in parts of this. But for David, this event is very real to him. This is an actual event that he was in the wilderness. And the wilderness in that part then of the Middle East is, is arid. It's, it's dry. It's parched. And literally, he says in the first verse, there's, there's no water. And the state of the land there is mimicking the state of his thirsty soul. So in verse 5, he, he, he looks forward then. He says, my soul won't be empty or hungry, but it will be, it will be satisfied with rich and fat food and 
My lips, they, will, they won't be chapped or cracked, but they'll be dripping with the praise of God. And it's in that context that he says then in verse 6, when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. Part of the wilderness then he experiences in the middle, in the middle of the night. I think we'd know what that's like. For us here now, uh, it's, it's early January, the holiday season for the year is over, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and New Year, and, and maybe you like those things. There are parts of those things that are, that are great. Maybe that's, maybe that's stressful for you, and, you, and you're just glad uh, all of that's over, and you, you feel like you can finally finally rest. But for many now in, in, in January and in February, as, as the winter cold sets in, we start to feel what some call seasonal affective disorder. Then in the, the cold of winter, we feel a measure of sadness, a measure of emptiness. We feel the, the icy wilderness that maybe even sometimes keeps us up in the watches of the night. And it's then especially that we need, with the help of the Spirit, to set our minds on the Lord, to guide our hearts back to God, because our heart needs guidance. We need things like David says here, just true statements. Your, verse 3, your steadfast love is better than life. That's true, he says. So my lips will praise you. Or in verse 7, he says, you have been my help. That's true. And so in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. This is good for us. Then even the watches of the night, even on our own, uh, in, inside of the warmth of our home, if we've been given the blessing of a warm home, to meditate on, on God individually on our own. But David here, I think, also remembers uh, something else. It's very early in the psalm. Um, verse 1, he talks about his need, but then here, verse 2. Verse 1 is this, O oh God, you're my God, I earnestly seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there's no water. Verse 2, And so I have looked upon you in the sanctuary. Here he's remembering the sanctuary, the time in the uh, the the time before the temple, then the gathering of God's people and the public worship of the Lord with God's people. And he says, I, "I've looked upon you in the sanctuary. I, I remember that when I when I beheld your power and glory." In the middle, then, of this wilderness here. He's remembering a time when he gathered with God's people to turn their hearts collectively to God. I know the holidays often bring a, a mixed reactions from people. There's often a lot of celebrating, but, but for many, uh, perhaps even for all of us on some level, the holidays can be, can be disappointing. 
It's not because our families are bad necessarily, but somehow we, we can make the holidays about family and about love and about unity. And so we gather around the tree or the traditions or the turkey or, or just lots of, of sugar. And that doesn't help us to really be unified. The Lord would say, you know, those things might be good in some measure and might be, might be good in some context, but the Lord really would say, I want you to gather around me. I want you to have me be the one that brings you together so that the thing that you're unified around is beholding my power and my glory. That will change us. And that will sustain us. In fact, in some ways, that may be the only thing that sustains us in the midst of true wilderness. Now, I, I know sometimes we can't go to the sanctuary. In context, David's here literally in a wilderness, and he's not running then to the temple immediately. I, I get that. I understand that. And there are times in which we need to do this on our own, that we would pour over the scriptures on our own, that we would spend time praying on our own with God. But, but in the process of that, not to remember or not to forget that our meditation on God is not something that we do by ourselves. It's something that we gather then to do. That as we turn our hearts together to the Lord, as we together set our minds on God, that he is glorified in that. And that brings us joy satisfaction of our soul and, and water to our lips as we praise him. That's the beginning then, I suppose, of this year. Lord, would you help us to meditate on you, to behold your power and your glory together with your people. We know that your steadfast love is better than even life itself, and so our lips then praise you. Help us then in Jesus' name. Amen.